After the six months of hell that culminated in our catastrophic visit to the island, for it will always be THE island, it's been a relief to have some time away from the unnatural stuff. I was able to celebrate my birthday, Christmas, the new year, in a way that felt normal. And yeah, it felt really good. But I never stopped being vigilant. I always check exits when I go into a new building and watch for people watching me. We got some much-needed time off, sure, but the battlefield didn't go anywhere. I've been waiting for the text, the call, the message in the dead drop, because eventually every debt comes due. Three ravens, three ravens with eyes black as night. Just look in their eyes, oh, don't put up a fight. They'll strike where you stand, a slow death you feel. Beware of the ravens or you'll be there next meal. You're listening to The Redacted Reports, a Delta Green podcast. It's been a few months since the agents of RSL gathered. The last time they were together was a time of merriment and joy. It seems as though that ABC Cell was correct in saying they would give them some time to recoup. It's March 1st, 2023. Agent Rowan has been going about her business with the FBI. Some of it banal, much of it mundane, A lot of it really weird. On her normal daily trek home, she checks her Dropbox. And in the Dropbox, there is a card with a phone number on it with a stamp of the letter C on it. I look at that and just let out the longest little sigh. Just, well, I knew it was too good to last. And I'll go back to my car and do the paranoid sweep around the car to make sure that no one is nearby before I start the car up and make the call. It rings to an answering service for a kebab parlor, but the message box is currently full and it disconnects. I'll note down the name of the kebab shop and look it up in my map system. A few moments later, your phone rings while you're looking up the location. Tap the accept button. Agent Rowan. Speaking. I was able to give you some time, but unfortunately, the director has called in his favor. All right. Well, we knew that it would happen sooner or later. Am I receiving a dossier? What are we doing? We're going to meet face to face later this afternoon. All right. Location? Pivot Coffee on 28th Street. All right. What time? 6 p.m. Don't be late. Yes, sir. 6 p.m. rolls around, and you find yourself outside a coffee house that's industrial chic. Some would say it's almost a hipster coffee bar. Blending in with the hipster fashion is a man with long white hair and a ponytail and a long white beard, flannel, slightly tighter than before jeans, and nice work boots. Charlie's maybe picked up his fashion. His beard is well-groomed. I'll walk over to him, make a bit of a show of looking around the place, and and say, decided to lean into the hipster chic look, huh? I 
gotta blend in. And let me tell you, the chai lattes here are amazing. Oh, I'll go grab one. I'll be right back. Sounds good. We're gonna go for a little walk. Oh, good. Uh, yes, I'll be right back. And I'll go and grab a chai latte and meet him by the door, I imagine. You return with your chai latte, and Charlie starts to walk as soon as you get to his side. He removes a phone from his breast pocket, unlocks it, and hands it to you. You see the image of a middle-aged Caucasian man with a slightly longer-than-regulation military haircut, a little bit scruffy, but it seems like he's scruffy because he's been out in the field. I'll take the phone and look at the image, get a real good look at the guy's face, and then hand the phone back. Oh, hang on to that. That's yours. That's got all of your information. All right. What's the passcode to open it up? 4242. Thank you. You'll notice that it's not connected to any networks. It's dead. That is Tim Ellis. Ellis is working as a CIA agent as an army intelligence major, and he was stationed in Afghanistan. He had a few identities and a few covers there. Previously, he was there as listed. He was there as a South African expat, but no, he's from Colorado. He is a member of the program. He had a position over there and a mission over there where he was by himself. Remember how... I said we take care of our own as best we can. Other groups don't do so well with that. Buddy system is important. Rooster bangs on that all the time. Yeah. A couple nights ago, he wandered away from his headquarters and hasn't been seen since. There are no other Delta Green or program agents currently in country where he is located. He's located in Afghanistan. Oh, shit. Yes. So, he's in the Sarhazwa district of uh, Patitka in Afghanistan. We need to find him. The program wants him eliminated before he can be captured or be interrogated by Taliban, ISIS-K, GRUSV-8. And they would prefer that he does not fall into the hands of any other orgs like ours, such as MEPIC or Pisces. I notice you say that's what the program wants. So what are my orders? I've given some thought to what we talked about. We are short on agents that are op ready. They are our resources, but we can't view them as disposable resources. If he decided to up and leave, you cannot just leave this situation. You will be burned. I don't want to have to burn anyone. Sometimes it happens. I'm a fair man, but this is not a fair world. But if we can retrieve him, bring him home, bring him inside to us, then we will have boosted our knowledge. We will have satisfied our debt to the program. And, and we will have gained a valuable asset along the way. Yes. Now, with that being said, our resources are valuable. You are our resources. If you cannot bring him home, you have to deal with the situation. I understand. Okay. We also have to collect intelligence, save lives, and end the threat if there is a threat. We don't know what he's been working on. 
The program hasn't told us as much. Hell, I don't think they even know. But from witness testimony, says that he walked off the base. Did they say what direction? Probably. I didn't get that information. But when you guys get there, you can ask. Probably be a good question. It's a good, it's a good place to start. Okay. All right. So there's an elephant in the room. There's a couple. Yeah, you put you put them all together. We combine them. In. <laughs> this is not an FBI mission, so this is outside your jurisdiction. Quite a ways. It's a good thing that your current department, the Department of Theoretical Resources, also has ties and can act as a liaison to the CIA. So, welcome to the CIA, Agent Rowan, for a short period of time. Thank you. I think. We're also going to have to deal with the other members of your cell. Who is all op ready? Everyone is currently. I've checked in with Rory periodically. Obviously, things are still in process. Healing is not an immediate thing, but I believe that he is op ready. And everyone else is as they were when we last spoke. Okay. I can work with Rooster as you'll be flying over since we've pulled all of our military out of Afghanistan last year. But what we can do is there are private security agencies there. One of them currently is Breckenridge. I believe when I last had talked to my friends there, he has been working as an analyst in Afghanistan, Pakistan region. So going on a fact-finding mission would not be out of the ordinary. No, I am less concerned about him. Rent a military is relatively easy to move around. I am more concerned about my EPA agent and my real military or my, my current military. On the phone, pull up the file about the Black Valley. I'll go into the files, look for a second, pop that open. There is a stream coming from the Black Valley that's showing higher numbers of carcinogens and possible radiation found by an independent group of scientists. I can leverage to have him sent over as an EPA liaison to assist in gathering information. This is part B of this operation. And there's no indication about what the source of this might be? We believe it's further upstream, but if you look at the picture, you flip to the next picture, and you see that there is the skeleton of a deer. But it looks as though that the skeleton of the deer has been etched. Like with acid? Yes. We don't have a very good picture of that, but those runes that are on that deer were not added after its death. If you look a little bit further, the next two pictures are the butchering of the deer. And as you can see, as they're taking away the meat, the bones underneath all have that lettering. I'm gonna zoom in on the, on the lettering and do the automatic, you know, is this the Nordic kind of runes or does it look like something other? some other lettering system. It doesn't look Nordic. It does look as though it's another language or another script. Unfortunately, the resolution of the picture is not so great that you could see what they are, but they are distinct enough. There is as much of a pattern. Charlie continues. So the environmental threat here is a bit of a wonder and worry because we've also found some of those markings on some people, as it's been told 
Now, the locals have a custom of burying their dead. All of these, though, have been incinerated. So I don't have any physical proof, just witness testimony. We've got the pictures of the deer. I don't know about the about the people, but... Okay. And what about Rory? Our military's been pulled out of there. How am I going to get an active captain in there? Now that I thought about. With his situation and his recent nuptials, I'm able to get him some time off. Now, with that, he also can be assigned as a CIA operative, but you'll be going in... That's good coffee. Oh, sorry. Chai. Well, at least you didn't say chai tea. It's the same thing, isn't it? It is. You'd be surprised how many people say that. I walked by a restaurant the other day that was called The La Trattoria Restaurant. The, the restaurant restaurant. Yep. It's like people saying ATM machine. Or table mesa. Mm Mm-hmm. I digress. So, yes, uh, he can get a CIA badge or CIA classification. Sorry, no badge. And then go in as a um, advisor with Breckenridge as well. With his actual name, or are we using a a different name for him? I'm going to leave that up to you, but I need to know back by the end of today. Given what's going on with him, it probably would be better to have him under a different name, but I will ask him what he wants to do with that. Sounds good. All right. When are we wheels up on this one? Well, it's going to take you two days to get there. You'll be flying out of LAX 1.30 in the afternoon on the 3rd. Now, look at my wristwatch. Your tickets are on the on the phone. For the four of you, we will be able to edit as necessary. Will I need to connect to a Wi-Fi system to get that updated? He just smiles and winks. You'll be all right. Fair enough. As for gear, whatever you want, put it in the Breckenridge box. Breckenridge will ship it over. That makes things easier. Do you know what the situation is over there with our military pulled out? Are we going to need to go in with our full body armor, or do we want it to be a little lighter? Once you leave Kabul, I would recommend everyone wearing body armor. Got it. Anyone wearing body armor. Things have not been great. Also, wear a hat. (laughs) Yes, I, uh, I have gotten in the habit of doing that in extreme sunlight. I am very fair European. I burn easy. Yeah. Well, we also want to make sure that you cover your hair. Oh, and she touches her very blonde hair. I hadn't thought about that. Well, we try to remain as culturally inclusive as we can. I want you to be protected, be safe, take the steps that you need to. It's okay to ruffle some feathers, but don't defeather the bird. Be more dangerous for you, so. Noted. All right. Well, looks like my coffee's empty. Did you have any other questions for me? You should find a lot of information in that phone. I don't believe I have any further questions. Actually, no, that's not true. Um, if things get set on fire in that area, will I be able to reach out or are we on our own? Hmm. I can work with either answer, I just need to know. When you're outside the city of Kabul, you're on your own. As soon as you get back within the city limits, I can get you out there in a fast mover. Alright. Uh, are there any particular friendlies that I will need to connect with, or is all that information in the phone? 
I've got that one in the phone. There's two folks out there that you could meet up with, but that is going to be as needed. There's still quite a big American presence over there in the form of private security. So it's not completely out of the ordinary. The Brits have a, have a presence there. The South Africans have a presence there. Turkey has a presence there. And a few Canadians. A little bit of uh, the white mixing pots. A little bit. All right. No, I don't think I have any further questions. I will reach out if I do, but if not, then we will be on that flight day after tomorrow. Once you get past the city limits of Kabul, I don't want to hear from you. I don't want you checking in. This has to be quiet. There are people that are going to listen, and if we are bringing him home, we don't want anyone knowing we're bringing him home. At least not over the airwaves, okay? The less that's set out there, the less that has to be covered up. Got a place for him when we get back. It's not too far from some of your, your agents where they live, so. Oh? Don't worry, we'll talk about that later. Yes, sir. All right, well, I finished my chai, so I guess it's time to get a move on. Start rounding up the boys. So what's this about sour beers being hipsterish? I thought they were just tasty. <laughs> It's, it's something that they get really particular about. There's a very special brewing process or something. It's not to my taste, but I can see why people like them. Yeah, they're not half bad. Better than Coors Light. Everything's better than Coors Light, with a possible exception of Bud Light. Hey, it's the king of beers. Mm. I prefer Yingling. Yeah, that's, that's fair. I tend to be more of a Guinness girl, but, you know, I tend to bypass beer when I'm drinking. Good call. Good luck, Agent. I wish your agents luck. And um, if you have any questions, let me know right away. And get me the name of what we're going to put Rory under. Yes, sir. Good luck. Thank you. I'll tip him a little two-finger salute before heading for my car. So you make it back to your car. Once again, do the walk around the car just to make sure that nothing's off about it. Before getting in and... Opening up the group chat that I haven't touched since uh, we all got together for the happy occasion. And send out a message to the boys. Well, I guess that vacation time is over. We've been called to saddle up. We will be leaving on March 3rd, day after tomorrow. I want to try and meet up and go over this in person tomorrow if we can. What can you tell us now? Very little, except that this is repaying a debt. I was wondering when they were going to call that in. AKA, we're fucked. Do we need our kit tomorrow? We have a little bit of leeway on this one. Probably won't need the kit tomorrow. Not a bad idea to start putting it together. And it's going to be a full kit out. Alright, well, my place is pretty central. Why don't you guys come over here? Andrew's in town. I'm sure he'd like to see you guys. Rowan actually considers that for a moment, because she's like, yes, but also Andrew's program, and I don't necessarily want this getting back to him. She's thinking to herself, she's not sending this. After, like, a long pause, she'll send back, actually, I would rather be somewhere that I can lock down as much as possible. I'd rather meet at mine. You're the boss. Is a recover story for my work? That's going to be arranged. And I'll add to that. Rory, call me as soon as you're able to. I need to talk about something in particular with you. I'll send a thumbs up emoji. Time. 
8 a.m. I'll have coffee. Okay, so late. Got it. Maybe for you, anyway. Alright, any further questions? There's not much that I can talk about in this format. It's pretty hush-hush. None that you can answer. Alright, then I will see the three of you tomorrow morning at 8am my place. As soon as Rory finishes up with his next patient, he is going to go into his office and he's going to call Rowan. And she'll pick up right away. Right. For this one, we're going to need to get you different credentials. Do you want to use your real name or do you want to use a code name? Different credentials. Why? Because we are going into a situation where active military isn't. I see. Um, is everyone using their, their own credentials except me? Everyone except you. I think I'd rather just be mine then because they're going to figure anyone who cares is going to figure it out anyway. If they see the three of you. That's fair. All right. Thank you. I will pass that along to the appropriate people. And I, I know I'm sorry. I can hear all of your questions, but I will yeah, answer all of them I, tomorrow I understand. when we're safe. I understand. All right. Okay. Uh, see you later. See ya. Tell Andrew I say hi. Of course. I'll hang up and shoot a text to the phone number that I have for Charlie to say, Rory, use a normal name. Order confirmed. Delivery Friday, 1 p.m. Now nod, stick the phone on its holder that I have attached to the windshield, and head for home to start getting things packed up. Rory, you shake the bottle of sleeping pills in your hand. Since the events on Olahenga, and subsequently also in Hawaii, you've spoken with a few different physicians. You've spoken with some therapists. You've tried all sorts of drugs to help you get to sleep. You started off really basic with antihistamine like Benadryl, and that did absolutely nothing except make you more tired than you already were, but not enough to fall asleep. Suvorexin worked for a short time, and then after about three weeks or so, you had built up a tolerance and it didn't work at all. Zelopon actually made you more awake. You had a counter interaction to it. Zolpidim, Andrew stopped you from making ramen using milk at 2 a.m. one night. You're not entirely sure what happened. During the times that you've had those micro-sleeps throughout your day, you have those incidents. It jars you. You've been moved to general practice and not surgery and they've moved you out of the ER. So you're still working, you're still seeing patients, but you too don't necessarily trust your hands, especially during one of those incidents when you were scalpel in on somebody and the incident occurred. Luckily, damage was minimal. Nobody really noticed, but you did. And it's still a worry. You did find a medication that Andrew was able to find named Larion. And Larion actually allowed you to get four hours of sleep in one go. Strangely enough, every time you sleep with Larion, though, you have a very similar dream. That you're standing in a field of reeds and the sun is rising and there is winds flowing to you and those winds are coming from the east. When you see the sun break the horizon, that's when you wake up as well. 
almost though it's an alarm clock. Now, you're waking up more rested than you have been since the incident on Olahenga, but it's still not great. It's better than before, though. So yeah, as I'm kind of staring at the bottle as I'm getting ready to go to bed Monday and just kind of dreading taking it, but also dreading what would happen if I didn't take it, eventually deciding to down one and then try to get some sleep, which I believe means I have to make a sanity check. Yes, please. So... Do I get a plus 20 bonus because of the sleep of the sedative? Yes. Okay. 43. So success. All right. You're able to get a a restful sleep and you wake up as soon as the dawn breaks, which is not unnormal now. Andrew is lying there and he's snoring quietly. I will get up quietly and go make some coffee and just kind of start my morning routine chases your shadow as soon as you stand up Mm -hmm. so yeah just going about getting some food let him out for a little bit luckily i don't have to go into work till afternoon so i have time to get to rowan's on time is river and rooster doing anything special that morning i would arrange with work to let them know i'm uh, gonna be away because if i have to be at sacramento at 8 a.m i have to uh get up early and and drive. Your boss, Brayden, replies to your message. All right, sounds good. Thanks for the heads up. Hope to see you later on today. Yeah, see you probably this afternoon. Rooster just sends in a I'm sick email. And the crew of Arcel arrives at the Rainbow House. All around the same time. Rowan peeks through her peephole when the knock comes. And then goes through the process, the very, the rather noisy process of unlocking the door before opening it and stepping back. And the more sharp-witted among the guys might notice that she has a pistol in one hand as she steps back and away. Morning. Hey, hey. Morning. <laughs> Expecting an assault? Always. Come in. Uh, coffee's on. Oh, score. Uh... Yeah, I don't have one for you, because I don't know where the places that aren't Starbucks are yet. I've I've made a map for myself where all of the good ones are. You know, it's been it's been a while. I haven't seen you guys since the wedding. Yeah, it's been a little while. Surprising how since how close we live to each other. Well, we've all been busy. I've been busy anyway. Yeah, that that was a fun time, I'm told. <laughs> so how's married life? Uh I don't know, it feels the same in some ways, but I don't know, been a little while now. Oh, look at the little golden shackle he's got. Oh, shut up. I whack rooster. Can I make a dodge roll? No. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So yeah, I'll bring everyone in, bring out four large mugs and fill them with the hot coffee, immediately put another pot on, and then sit perched on the arm of my armchair hands wrapped around the mug, and just sort of take a deep breath. Right, I'm going to go ahead and rip the band-aid off. Um, the mission is in Afghanistan. Fuck. <laughs> well, you know what? That would that would have been funny if it, uh... Yeah, except that you don't know that one wouldn't be funny, but good, good try. Where are we actually going? Afghanistan. I wish, I wish I was joking. 
Did we get a veto on this? Yeah, Ibn al-Sharbuta, motherfucking cocksucker, fucking sick fuck. You see why I wanted to have this conversation in a somewhat more enclosed environment. You were saying, River? Did we get a veto on this? The director of the program has called in his favor. And we were the ones who incurred the debt. So, no, we really can't. Shit. That's great. No. So it's technically you don't have to come, Rister. You are correct. This is... It's not the military. I can't... I can't order you. I can't force you. No, I'm saying all of us. No. This is bullshit. I'm going. Fuck. I'm going to be on that plane tomorrow afternoon. I'm kind of leaning toward Rooster's position on this one, but, you know, if this is an obligation we made, shit, I really don't want to go to Afghanistan. Oh, believe me, this is uh, bottom of the list of places that I want to go, especially, and I like just point at the blonde hair. Blonde woman in Afghanistan. There's no way this can go wrong. Well, okay, two conditions. First, you give me a really good cover story for work. And second, you get to explain to Jen. One of those is going to be way easier than the other. Um, Yes, we are being sent in to retrieve a fellow named Tim Ellis. He is a program operative. And then I will go into the briefing that Charlie gave me. And in the midst of this briefing, I will pass the phone around so that it, so that everyone can see the picture of Tim Ellis. I think Rooster would be the last one to get it. He drops his coffee mug. Rooster, what the Brewster? fuck? No. Oh, hold on. Who the fuck is this guy? His name Ellis. is Tim Ellis. He's a CIA operative. Has he always been CIA? Yeah. He was, he was apparently in-country under several aliases and reasons for being there, but he's always been CIA. I'm guessing you know this guy? <sighs> this? Fuck! <sighs> Rooster? Rory's just cleaning up the coffee in the mug. Thank you. This motherfucker pulled me out of that cave. The cave with the spider? Yeah, I... I don't remember much, because, you know, falling rocks and everybody dies and everything, but... So he didn't die? No, he wasn't in on my team. I... my team was in there, the rocks fell, I blacked out, and then... Next thing I know, there's light, and this guy's face is right in front of me, saying he's they're getting me help. And I never saw my team again, but that, that guy's face, yeah. No, that I remember. Well, at least it sounds like you maybe don't want to shoot him on sight? Fuck you, Sherlock. Your initial reaction, I wasn't sure. This is... Alright, we've got body armor. I can't get any more ammo, unofficially anymore. How do we get our- how do we get the material there? Because you're not going without us, and we're not going unless we're actually-
actually equipped for this because I was there back when there was actually an army presence and let's just say it hasn't gotten nicer for Westerners. Well, fortunately, that's going to be less of a concern than you might think. And I will explain first that Breckenridge is, is going to be requisitioning Rooster as an analyst, someone who's a fact finder to go into country and get all of that stuff. And it'll be a, at least partially a Breckenridge operation. Talk about the EPA thing. The only thing that I do not share with the team is that the program wants Tim Ellis dead. While I assume from his reaction that Rooster would not be on board with that, I also don't want to give them the easy out unless it has to be done. Rooster, holding the phone, you do skim by some pictures and some files. For almost the past year, you've been keeping track of what's going on in Afghanistan, especially in the ways for Reconage, who has established themselves as security contractors. Yeah, that's a word for it. That's what they are. The area that this fellow was last seen was the Sarhazwa district of the Paktika province, which is in eastern Afghanistan. You know that the area itself is a rough and rocky area that's got a bunch of steep river valleys. And the area itself was at one time very heavily forested, but there has been years, decades of deforestation. Now, deep within the mountains there, there are some river valleys that are inaccessible that possibly still have some verdant green valleys. It's warm here, and March is also known as the wet season in that area. There is a base called Turner, Base Turner. It was originally a United States Army base, since handed over and now currently in the hands of Breckenridge as well as Cypress Security. They split it. There are also Doctors Without Borders that are located there. The area is controlled by the Taliban there in Afghanistan. And there are some pockets of ISIS-K still within the mountains. And from some initial reports, there are some hostilities between the two groups. But it's quieted down in, in the more recent months. Cypress Security, we've heard of them before. They, they were that company that had some information on the Chroniclers. So I guess they do unnatural stuff. So that's what Rooster finds just skimming through the information that's currently on the phone. Can I take a look at those pictures from the uh, Black Valley file? Rooster, can you pass the phone over? Yeah, here. And while he's been reading through the files, I've been finishing cleaning up the spilled coffee and get another cup of coffee and gently push it into Rooster's hands before sitting down again. Is there a way to transfer these pictures? No. Got some paper? I want to. I want to copy down these markings. Rooms, yeah, absolutely. Letters. Take a picture with your phone. Yeah, I don't trust that. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, uh, we never did figure out what that was about. Yeah, I guess we had to put a pin in that, huh? Yeah. Uh, are you able to make out the 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 letters? I wasn't able to get a good look at them. Not really. They're they're still kind of blurry, but again, there's still a pattern within them. Oh, I'm sure we'll end up seeing him up close. I'll actually pop my laptop open and look up runic alphabets. Glance past all of the pages and pages of Nordic runes to see if there's anything 
that looks similar so I can at least get a sense for what kind of writing system this might be. Hey, uh, I don't remember all the details, but Cappy, does this remind you of those, uh, letter body part sample things we found up in Idaho? I'll glance at it. Uh, whoa. Kinda. I almost forgot about that. That was so long ago. Yeah, well, you know, I see the box that I labeled jerky every time I go in there to check the weapons. Yeah, we didn't write down those markings, did we? No, I didn't write it down. We've had this discussion before. We do have them about, like, 45 minutes away. Then you also have a bunch of language books in there? Yeah, got those too. Well, if I can figure out which language system this is, maybe you have a book in there for that. I say still scrolling through pages of runes. Alright, well, I will, uh... I'll text Lena and say that I'll be late for dinner. Actually, I don't know. what It's morning. What time is it? I don't know. I'll tell her shit's gone fucky. And I'll be in touch. Well, we don't leave from LAX until tomorrow. Which probably means that we're going to need to gather up and road trip down there. Because unless we can get stuff into the Breckenridge box today, in Breckenridge directly, I don't want to try flying from Oakland or SFO to LAX with all of the things that we're going to need. Well, if Breckenridge is actually sending me that I can show up tomorrow because I'm sick today, apparently. I can show up tomorrow with stuff to go in the box all official-like. If we're driving down to LAX and getting there by 1.30, you're not going to be in work because we'll have to work leave before dawn. You can always say that you're feeling better this afternoon and, and go in and deal with that. Well, I got another idea. Didn't you say we're requisitioning stuff from them? Yep. What if I give you a list of shit we need? Leave ours here, have them add it all in, and should take care of it. Not to be indelicate, but this has actually come up as an issue before. Uh, Do they have body armor that will fit a female body? Because that's very particular, it turns out. Yeah, so remember how I said like a year ago that they were starting to actually get their shit together and act less like tech bros playing army and more like, well, army? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got shit. Alright. Then, and she'll actually get up and go grab a notebook and bring it over. Start making me a list. So we've got our cover stories for these security groups and whatnot. But what are we supposed to tell the Afghan government we're doing? Team with an analyst from Breckenridge. Breckenridge is going to take care of it, apparently. Good for them. Breckenridge, CIA, EPA. I hope that works. Look, if we're going down to Sarhausa, we won't have to deal with the government for any longer than it takes to get from the airport to outside Kabul. Yeah, we're going to have to deal with the people that even the Taliban can't control. Won't that be fun? It Okay, yes, but um, there's more to it than that. I'll explain that later. 
okay. So I'll actually stop as I get to a page and be like, remember, can I see that phone for a second? Yeah, here. And I'll hold the picture of the deer with the runes inscribed on the bones next to a picture that I just found on Google and look back and forth. I think this is it. It's a Brahmi? Here, look, I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right. In looking at it, you do see that there are similarities, but because the resolution is not super great, you can't necessarily make out each letter, but it, you, you can see that there are a few in that script. All right, well, that, I'm not going to say narrows it down, but at least gives us a direction to look in. So, Rooster, when you're in the green box, can you look to see if there's anything in Brahmi? Oh, yeah, I mean, you're coming with me because you're telling Lane all this shit. Apparently, I'm making the round trip to all of the significant others to to uh, have all of them take pot shots at me. I can deal with Andrew. He's actually in the program, so I think I'll understand. Oh, no, Lena will get it. She won't argue against it. It's just that, well, if she hears it from you, I don't have to try and explain why I said yes. That's fair, I suppose. Also, she has tequila. Try not to drink and drive. Well, you're not getting anything over there for a while. Yeah, I know. Um, Rory, I need to ask a very particular favor that you're not going to like. Okay. We are trying to to recruit Mr. Ellis out of the program, essentially. I would really prefer if you don't tell Andrew about the details of this. I know that he can probably keep it to himself, but I don't know if the program has people like me. I say tapping my temple. What am I supposed to tell him? I mean, the rest of the truth. That we're being sent into Afghanistan on a outlaw mission, and the rest of it is top secret. He knows about the program favor, so he might, I don't know, I don't know what he knows about, I don't know how far, what he gets told from his group leader, I don't know. He's a, he's a smart fellow, he may put things together, but the less that he actually knows, the more he can yeah, deny. I, I get it. You know I hate to ask that. I never I don't like keeping things from Andrew either. I trust him, but given where he works, this needs to be kept separate. Yeah. Okay. All right. What else do we need to cover? Are you sure we can't say no? Listen, Rooster, I I understand this more than anyone, but not wanting to go back there, especially considering what happened last time. I'm not pumped about this. This is what we signed up for, and we owe it because based on how the program helped us last time, so we've got to do it. I said I'm going, but you know what? Next time you have to go back to the place that completely and utterly fucked up every single aspect of your life, then you can say you understand. Where do you, How do you think I got involved with Delta Green? I've told you it happened in Afghanistan. Of anyone in this room, Rooster, I think I understand. Yeah, no, I I get it. I'm not happy. I'm going. I am not fucking happy. Neither am I, but it's a job that we're doing. So if there's any other questions or anything else that we need to cover, 
we'll get it covered as best as we can. I should have all the credentials for you as soon as possible. The tickets are on that phone. Let's meet. Let's see. Not here. This is too far out of the way to get to LAX. Let's meet outside of Rivers, I think, tomorrow morning. At about like four o'clock in the morning to start the drive. Ugh. Well, I've got to I've got to go into work and arrange things. Uh, if I can manage it, I'd like to take another look at those objects in the green box. Well, I have a code and a key, so. If we want to go and have a look at those, unless you're going, Rooster. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll let you know if and when I'm available. Okay. And I suppose I get to have uh, conversations with significant others about this. So we should get started. Your conversation with the significant others goes exactly as you thought it would. I do get punched. <laughs> okay, maybe not exactly how. <laughs> Elena is is accepting and is more worried about Rooster's mental health and Rooster going back than really anything else. Jen, loud enough so Katie hears, says, what the fuck? And then after an explanation, there is still the response of what the fuck? But she accepts it as is she understands what River does grudgingly. She doesn't understand everything because she doesn't get told everything, but that's for op security. At the green box, you see that they're, this place is very well organized. Things are noted, but they're not noted in clear speech. But there is a, a spreadsheet and a basic logbook that your resident quartermaster has taken care of. You're able to find the specimens in a storage container. Inside, you see the vacuum-sealed, fleshy lumps as they were before. Some of them are covered in hair. A couple of them have teeth in weird spots. One seems to have a circulatory system. But inside, you do feel the hard bones inside. Did you wish to open them up? Can you see through the plastic on the vacuum seal of these things? Yes. Okay. Yeah, no, we're not opening them. At least not if Rooster has a say in it. But do any of these look like Brahmi script? It's hard to tell because the bones that are inside are what you can feel, not what you can see. Though occasionally there is an outline or two. If you scrape away the flesh, you can actually maybe see the bone. But that would require to undo the vacuum seal and carve away these samples. So... You can do uh, surgery on these things, or are we just assuming they don't help us? I think they might. Uh, I don't know how they would help us. How would you feel about bringing them with us? Well, I would feel like it's going to bite us in the ass, and also that I'm going to get overruled and we're taking them anyway. Well, you know me, I just... We need information to know what we're going to do, because we probably can't just set everything on fire as much as we would like to. Yeah, I'm going to tell you one thing, though. Two things, actually. One, if uh, you see anything with more than four legs that's bigger than a person, light that shit on fire. Noted. Because shooting it didn't do much. 
Second, you get to check these things. And I throw a duffel bag at him. Okay. Oh, you also get to tell Glasses that you're doing it. Uh, I'll take that on. So does does your requisition to Breckwood include, like, anti-tank rockets? Probably not. I can, uh... I can try. Why don't you try? Yeah. Maybe a flamethrower. That might work. I don't know if I want that and check baggage even in a special box. Alright, fine. Well, while you start packing those, I'm gonna start looking and seeing if we have Brahmian script in any of these books. And if any of our maps show anything weird about Afghanistan. Afghanistan uh, appears in a bunch of the the maps. You actually do find in one of the thicker books on languages an area about Brahmi scripts, Aramaic, and other Semitic languages as well. Anything specific in the maps to the region we're going? You notice that the one map actually shows it as a very green mountain area. It shows that there is a force there and a lot of life. As it's an older map, you know, there are the icons for trees and whatnot, but there's rocky badlands outside of the area. So it's a little bit different than how, as it is now. But nothing like ley line, big X marks the spot markers. No, that would be too simple. Yeah, yeah well, I uh, can't blame a guy for trying. Okay. No, not at all. Well, I'll take the book and that map, because who the fuck knows? And you're going to have a long time on your plane. Yeah. River, you pack the vacuum-sealed flesh lumps into the duffel and uh, close it up. Rooster, you're taking the book and the, the map. It's not a very large map book that you have. Are you taking anything else from within the green box with you on this mission? I'm actually tempted to take one other thing, and I feel like this could end horribly, but I am tempted to take one thing. How bad could it go? You guys had a backpack nuke before. Don't tempt fate like that, mate. I'm not gonna sh tell River, but I'm going to pocket the Ziploc bag with a single black shotgun shell and the card that says emergencies only. Okay, make sure that you've got at least got a 12 gauge because it is a 12 gauge shotgun shell. Mm-hmm. You lock up the green box and head back. When we leave the green box after we lock it up, I hand River a red cane with a Ferrari logo and black sharpied flames. I do not take it. You could break it down and throw it in your, your bag rooster. Oh, I plan to. But that reminds me, I will take my trekking poles. River, you get an email from your boss, Brayden. Says, congratulations on your raise. Good luck on your trip. We hope that you take a lot of pictures. Send them on back. We're very proud of you. And uh, we look forward to hearing about your, your trip to go help the people of the uh, nation of Afghanistan in their current you know, ecological uh, situation. And I reply, thanks, this should be interesting. Trevor sends you a text. Afghanistan? Sick. Be safe. 
Later, bro. Later, Trevor. So for the record, I'm also going to pack my normal field kit. And if I can, I would like to rent or buy a satellite phone. Oh, that's already on the shopping list. You get one. You're able to get, no, you're able to get one on your own. If you have another one, that's okay as well. Rory, you return home and Andrew is playing with Chase. He looks up at you. How are you doing tonight, my husband? I'm good. Six months and it's still weird. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with it still being weird. Yeah, me too. Um, I've got another mission. Okay. Uh, we're leaving tomorrow afternoon from LA. Um, it's in Afghanistan. His eyes go wide. I know. Um, I'm not really thrilled about it. Okay. Why are you going to Afghanistan? I don't know. I apparently something Rowan said it was kind of a not like non-negotiable that had to be our team. Afghanistan. I mean, okay, you've got a combat guy. Yeah, I mean combat combat doc. Yeah, me and I guess me and Rister have some experience, so maybe that was it. But I'm not. I don't know. We never get the full picture on these things. As far as I know, it's just a search and rescue. Okay, that's that's it. Just a search. Okay, so well then you'll be back soon, right? Hopefully, it doesn't seem like it. I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I don't know. I don't really. I'm not thrilled about going back, but it should be. It should be quick. I don't see how it could take that long. But okay, you have to take. You have to. We've got enough for for two months of meds. Yeah, that should be enough. Um, do we have any of? In case the meds don't work and I'm like falling asleep during the day, do we have any stimulants or can I get a prescription? Do you think I get a short prescription short term or something? Yeah. Well, I mean, not from you, not from you, obviously. No, 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 no. Just in case I don't want to be last thing I want is for me to have to perform first aid or do something and maybe falling asleep during it. I told you about that at the hospital. Yeah. And I've seen it. Um, we can get you the, you can get the modafinil. That's, that's, that would be the go pill. Yeah, just something, I guess just an emergency use. Hopefully I don't need it, but. I don't know how they transfer that, because that's a, con- that's controlled. But you'll have a script. Yeah, I mean, if I get a month's supply, that should be plenty. As I'm not going to take it every day. Right. Okay. Uh, just call my doctor and see if he's willing to do that and tomorrow morning I don't like you going to Afghanistan I don't get a good feeling about it <sighs> me neither he walks over embraces you tightly Chase wiggles his way in between the two of you I did not pass my sanity check okay because that was Thursday yes the next day at 1.30, you fly out of LAX. You fly from LAX to Istanbul. The flight itself is very long. It's a 13-hour flight. One shot, no stops from LAX to Istanbul. You spend a half a day in Istanbul and then catch a four-hour flight to Kabul at 12.30 a.m. And you arrive at 6.30 a.m. Past that one. 
You touch down. The air opens up here. It's warm. It's moist. And you step foot off of foreign soil. All wearing Breckenridge hats. And you see that there is someone with a sign that says, Welcome to Kabul, Breckenridge employees. I'm Tiana Hansen, and I play Rowan. I'm Ben Sislavski, and I play Rooster. I'm Seth Jones, and I play River. I'm Joseph Newman, and I play Rory. I'm Dan Voshkevich, the Handler. Our story is based on the role-playing game Delta Green by Arc Dreams Publishing. Delta Green is created by Dennis Detweiler, Adam Scott Glancy, and John Scott Tynes. Season 4 is based on the scenario Kali Gotti, written by Shane Ivey. If you like our story, there are a few ways to support us. First, you can check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash theredactedreports. Patrons of our podcast will receive early access to episodes, Rowan's written reports for each story, as well as other goodies and opportunities exclusive to our patrons. We offer special thanks to our $20 and up patrons. Steven Schwartz, Director Arayo, Jonathan Powell, Tom Padula, M.S. Aznikar, Heather Ney, Jen Obertaz, Jake Blair, Bomb Clancy, Kit Thompson, Danny, Lady Bedeville, Sherrick Manning, Andrea of the Burbs, Red Dead Coquette, Blartimus, Ginger Fury, Dr. Christian Lehman, Kate, DB, and The Entity Sum have called George. If you can't support us directly, that's okay. Please support us by telling people about us. Leave a review wherever you get your podcast and follow us on the usual social media sites. Also, check out our website, www.theredactedreportspodcast.com. All of our handouts are archived there. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you could reach out to Agent Harker through our contact form on this site. The Redact Reports is edited and produced by Tiana Hansen and is distributed by Quest and Chaos. If you like what you hear with us, give Quest and Chaos YouTube and Twitch channels a visit. They play Dungeons and Dragons and Call of Cthulhu on a weekly basis. Our intro and outro music this season is Three Ravens by Ed Randazzo and Brett Alexander. You can find more amazing music by them at www.edrandazzomusic.com and www.brettalexanderonline.com. Join us next week when reality melts around the pressures from beyond and entities with unspeakable names and burrowing thoughts dream at us. They wait for that moment to devour our puny, insignificant lives and replace us with drones and clones to control the rest of humanity. Three ravens, three ravens with eyes black as night Just look in their eyes, oh don't put up a fight They'll strike where you stand, a slow death you feel Beware of the ravens or you'll be there next me.